is Tansley Stearns? Tansley Stearns is your greatest challenger and biggest cheerleader. Inspirational human being who loves people. Future forward leadership. Tansley Stearns is a badass. Tansley Stearns is my mom, my hero, and I love her very much. I am Tansley Stearns, and this is Despite Impossible. I am a longtime credit union executive leading Community Financial as president and CEO. I have always admired and been inspired by people whose passion is boundless and who don't comprehend the word impossible. This show focuses on their stories. Today's guest is Joy Lewis. Joy is proud of her west side of Lansing roots. She's an innovator and a visionary and a driven individual committed to making the world a better place. She's also the owner of Joyola May Hair, a specialty hair salon providing sustainable and eco-friendly products for clients with wavy, curly, textured, and coily hair in Detroit's Corktown neighborhood. This is Joy's story. Who is Joy Lewis? Joy Lewis is a girl from the west side of Lansing who loves community, loves people, loves connection. I would say that she's an innovator and a visionary and Pretty straight to the point, and a driven individual. Awesome. Love that. Finish this sentence for me. The world will be a better place when? When people care. Uh, Care isn't just about welfare, um, but in my opinion, it's about the application of always giving your best, and attention to detail, um, consideration, empathy, and I think that more of us need to do that. When you're your happiest, most joyful times you're listening to R&B and soul. Okay, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love a, a good uh, upbeat R&B song that, you know, really puts you in the moment. That's great. Is there an album you'll listen to from first song to last? Yes. Um, there's many. Yeah, what's your top? <laughs> um, but if I had to say the longest running, there's two of them. Okay. Um, that would be The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yes. And Brandy's Never Say Never. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are my those are my two. I love that. <laughs> Tell us what's made you laugh out loud recently. Uh, I have a new nephew. Oh, yes. what's his um, name? Weston. Nice. Yeah, so Weston is just now four months old. And recently he had his first laugh out loud. Oh. So, you know, laughter is contagious. Yes. And he's such a blessing. So, yes, he made all of us laugh out loud that day. I love that. <laughs> when was the last time you danced so hard your feet were sore? Uh, it's been too long, but right. September is Ooh, August. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, no. Nearly Almost a year, year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly I don't get out enough. Um, but, yeah, a friend of I... Um, we were down in D.C. for work, and we happened to stumble upon a day party, and what? you could not drag me out of there. Oh, I know so I had great. work the next day, and I had already worked all day, but so yes, that day, feet were tired. Love that. <laughs> love that. When you feel down, you heal by? I heal by staying present um, and counting my blessings. I think that um, anxiety is from the future. Mm. Depression is about the past, and I really just do my best to stay as present as possible. Um, My hands keep me present. Yeah, You know, I'm an artist, and I create, so I don't take work home, right? I can't work for tomorrow, today, and I can't work on whatever I did yesterday. So just knowing wherever my hands are, which sounds strange to some, but for me, Mm -hmm. if I look at my hands, I know exactly where I'm at, and that kind of, you know, brings me right back to whatever's tangible. 
Staying present, easier said than done. As an artist, Joy has trained herself to look at her hands as a reminder that she cannot work on the past or tomorrow's projects while she handles today's tasks. As a leader, I can relate to competing priorities and how important it is to remain in the present, especially when working with others. I put my phone down, my computer away, and I concentrate on the people in front of me. The world can wait. What do you do to remind yourself to stay present? Who's someone you look up to? So someone is many people, but (laughs) there are several. um, Because uh, the saying that it takes a village to raise a child, I was definitely a product of that. Um, So there are many people who probably do not know how influential they were. Um, I probably need to start reaching out more and letting people just know (laughs) how much they really inspired me to be the person that I am. But my two leading ladies are, of course, my Grammy, Mm. um, rest her soul, and my mother. Mm. Yeah, the two of them gave me poise and direction and strength and resilience and, you know, just all of the things. Love that. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your impossible. So my impossible was opening a curly hair salon in the midst of (laughs) the COVID pandemic, (laughs) 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 which seemed um, really crazy um, because at the same time I was seeing so many of my favorite businesses um, having to close or maybe even a temporary close or anything like that. And here I am, you know, not just starting a business, but actually opening a whole brick and mortar um, with quite a bit of equipment. You know, cost and all of that yeah. up front. So, yeah, I um, had my first grand, my, not my first, but my grand opening was uh, May last year wow. in 2022. Yeah. And I would say that did feel like an impossible feat sometimes. So great. Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges you faced that looked insurmountable? Um, for me, it was balance. Mm-hmm. Um, stress became a thing. I, I know that all of us face stress. Mm-hmm. But um, that period of time, like just the uncertainty of what life was and, you know, um, how things were being affected by, you know, by this pandemic, you know, just amongst everyone, um, it really took a lot for me to find the balance to not just keep myself happy, keep myself pleased and keep myself healthy, but to also, um, you know, maintain the relationships that I had um, because I'm still working a full time job. So I worked at the Alta Salon, um, and then now I'm building a business, and, you know, I'm spending a lot more money than I've ever spent before. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just making sure that I was able to find that balance of honestly, you know, still leaning on my friends, still being available for their birthdays and their celebrations, and, you know, that, that really took a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was there a point during your journey where you felt like giving up? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. Good for you. I I don't think that, um, give up is something that's built in me. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, one of my strengths that I stand on is that I am resilient. Um, but I'm also very realistic. So I don't think that I approach too many things without having already planned the majority of what could happen. So because I'm such a planner, um, no, I just have um, option A yeah. and option A. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm an option A type girl, and it's going to get done one way or the other. I love that. Mm-hmm. Would you please share a story about a time where something went bananas that you can look back on now and laugh? Uh, yeah, the bananas was me going crazy. 
bananas is me, like, you know, being stressed and just wanting everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, my my friends and family, uh, I'm so grateful for them for standing by me and just knowing that it's, it was a little out of character for me. But they were like, Joy, I've never seen you so wound up, including my dermatologist. I- <laughs> Yes, my dermatologist is the person who saw my stress first, and she was like, uh, we have to work on some things. So, yes, that was the crazy that I look back on because, wow, I, you know how you you really feel like you want to do and you just want people to receive it, and the stress of somebody receiving something that's so near and dear to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I gave myself a lot of anxiety over that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I look back and I'm like, you know, you had it. Yeah. So, yes, I have a giggle over that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, achieving your impossible is one thing, but there are no fairy tales and happy endings. We reach milestones. We keep going. What challenges is your impossible still facing? Um, team building. Mm, okay. Yeah, the growth and the team building. I have such a niche business because I specialize in curls. Yes. Um, so finding stylists mm. who also love curls, specialize in curls and want to grow a curly business, um, because it is such a niche part of the industry. Yes, it does take a little bit to find a, a team for that, but also a team that just fits the, you know, the, the culture that we have, um, that fits me right. as well because we work so closely together. Um, so the growth part is, is a challenge. Um, but it's again not an impossible challenge because we're doing it. You know what I mean? Um, I have a couple of wonderful stylists at the salon that are fitting in really well, and my clients love them, and they're doing fantastic. Team building. Joy considers her work a rising niche in the hair care industry. As such, she needs to identify talent and others willing to learn, perhaps not with hands on experience. This is something people working through the impossible have in common. Trailblazing means opening a path that hasn't been taken before. It requires experimenting, learning, assessing risk, and bringing others through the unknown. Identifying those inspired to go on an unconventional journey can be challenging. Bringing them along to collaborate is what makes the impossible possible. Have you identified allies willing to take this journey with you? What's your advice for folks to face their fear of inaction and use that fire in their bellies to bring their impossible dreams to life? Um, I would say use that fire Mm. um, because imposter syndrome is real. Mm. Oftentimes we receive so many blessings and we um, sometimes tell ourselves like just as a defense mechanism so that you don't get hurt or let down that maybe you don't deserve it. But that's not true. I will say oftentimes... um, People will say they have haters, but we're our own haters. Mm, right. <laughs> Sometimes we can really hate on our own dreams um, just by talking, you know, the little voice inside that will say, you know, um, maybe maybe you are doing too much. Maybe you should slow down. Maybe, you know, this isn't for you. But I would say get out of your own way mm. um, and just go for whatever that dream is, whatever your talent is, if you have that talent and that gift, like truly believe in it and lean on it and master it, like give it the time that it deserves um, in order to really build it. And then of course, like continue to just give your best and put that skill out there. People will receive it as long as you're doing it from the heart. Um, And then um, the second part of that is stop going to too many people for advice. Oh, Um, I will say 
if you everybody doesn't have your vision. Um, so if the vision was implanted in you, you're the one who's supposed to plant it, you know, till it, plant it, work it, grow it. Like that's your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's something that comes from in you. And even though you can lean on others for, you know, technical skills and advice, like accounting and things like that, right? You're going to need that kind of advice. But in terms of the vision, um, sharing that vision too often and leaning on too many other people to give input in it. It can, it'll change it from whatever its um, organic, authentic vision should have been. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say to believe in yourself, you know, Um, and I think that's the best advice that I could give to anybody is to really trust yourself and get out of your own way. Love that. Mm -hmm. What's your next impossible, my friend? Uh, a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of things. Um, I will say that I, um, when I, when I set out to even start a curly hair salon, um, I achieved it way faster than I thought. You know, I wrote this business plan and, you know, you come up with your number and you think it's going to take you a few years. And then it actually took 10 months. You know, that's way faster than I planned on. So at this point, um, some of the next are, again, we're growing this team. Um, Hopefully we'll be opening a second location. Um, That's really my goal is to be able to bring um, what we offer um, to other areas because so many people travel really far to get to Mm. our salon. They literally come from all over. So I do want to be able to um, either move to different neighborhoods or maybe other areas in the Metro Detroit area. This concludes today's episode. For exclusive content, visit us at despiteimpossible.com and subscribe to this podcast.